what's up, you sexy little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you nervous your boss is going to hear this? Oh, my God. I'm so nervous, <laughs> especially when I drink and smoke in front of her. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, today I am with Hallie, my friend and the Fun on Weekdays event planner, Hallie Whoa. Meland. The party of Fun on Weekdays. Yeah, it's funny because we met like last spring and when we met and started hanging out, I used to talk about you on the podcast all the time. I'd I always remember. Like, my friend Hallie. It was sent to me once. I wasn't listening to your podcast yet. I, we were like just feeling each other out. Yeah, you're like, that's kind of weird. No, I loved it. Oh, okay. You know I love attention. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's your horoscope? I don't know. I think, oh, I'm a Pisces. Okay. I'm not like into off-brand of me not into like the horoscope stuff oh I feel like you would be into that actually I'm a big manifester but don't know much about that I know I'm a Pisces which I think is like emotional oh I'm I love to cry I don't (laughs) think I've ever seen you cry it's mostly happy happy tears like that's big that makes sense I feel like you're a generally very happy person I am a happy person yeah I love life life is fun life is fun especially on weekdays (laughs) (laughs) so Hallie is our full-time event planner she joined our team in February Valentine's Day because we love each other Yes, yes, that was the best little gift that I got. Oh my God, happy Valentine's Day to us. To us, it's <laughs> like our anniversary. We're never going to forget that. No, we won't. But for a year before that, we became friends because actually we were connected through social media and through events in general. Yep. I remember somebody sent me your profile and they're like, you should really connect with this girl, Hallie. She throws events in Austin and I feel like you have a lot in common. I think I DM'd you. You did. And I, I remember I was home in Miami and I was definitely like sort of keeping up with what you were doing because you were new to Austin yeah. and dabbling in events. You're like, who is this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Who's stealing my thunder? <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember you DM me and I was like, oh my gosh, mom. Like I was with my mom in Miami. Like this girl just DM me. It could be a really big opportunity for me to like <laughs> help build my, my brand. And then we sat down and I thought we were going to be going for like a business sit down. Oh, you did? A little bit. Oh, I thought we were like on a date. Oh my God. (laughs) But then the second we sat down, we just got on like a house on fire. Like two things I remember about that. One, um, water wasn't working in Austin. Oh yeah. It was like following that, that power outage or some winter storm. There was like poop in the water. (laughs) Literal literal feces contaminating (laughs) the water. So our only option to drink was wine. Damn it. And we got so drunk. (laughs) I, I think Zach had to pick me up. Like, I don't think I was able to drive home afterwards. I think I left my car. I want to say I, I want to say I Ubered too. <laughs> I want to say Connor also picked me up, but it was a fun surprise because sometimes you know when you're making friends through the internet, you just don't really know what to expect. Totally. But we sat down and I felt like we we had known each other for years. Oh yeah, we got deep quick. Oh yeah. Oh my god, it was a com- <laughs> it was immediate overshare. It's like let me tell you about my ex boyfriend trauma <laughs> for the next two hours. Body image, everything. Like let's just get into it. Oh my god, we did because you know what? At that time, I was about to go on a trip. Yeah, I was about to go on vacation with Connor, I think, and I was so not feeling myself. I, I remember. Oh, I was feeling so just like out of body. I didn't feel connected to myself in a way. I remember we talked about that for a while, so we immediately hit it off. Yep, and we've been friends ever since. Ever since we did some events for funsies in the summer because mm-hmm. I was running that venue for a hard seltzer company and had free space to offer Jenna. We did some three charity events together. Yeah. We worked so well together. Um, And then Jenna needed to bring someone in house. 
and I was ready. Yeah, I I knew when I was like hiring someone for events, it's a very specific role because you have to work so closely together and people have an incredible resume, but you don't know how you'll work together until they're actually doing it. Mm-hmm. But because we did three nonprofit events together at Blue Northern. Shout out Blue Northern. Yeah, shout out Blue Northern. <laughs> um, we knew how we worked together and it's like a little bit, weird when you're working with your friend but I feel like we've done a really good job of like remaining friends totally before like co-workers I remember there was one day a few weeks ago I walked in I was like Jenna we need to hang out outside of work I know like turn off work mode for a second and just be friends again not 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 again we're friends yeah (laughs) Uh uh-oh uh-oh you're gonna be like oh Oh, she's just my boss (laughs) so let's back up all the way to uh let's back up to college so I don't know if you guys can tell but Hallie is a Miami girly. Yes. Spicy little firecracker. That's where I get my party girl from. And you um, met Alex Earl recently. I did. You two hit it off. She has taken over the reins as the queen of Miami. I thought it was me for a while. <laughs> no, it's very much her. She she was so sweet. Um, but yeah, I left Miami when I was 18 to go to University of Texas. That's how I ended up in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um which is so funny because knowing your personality, I feel like you would have been to U of Miami. Like, why did you oh, pick? Oh, I know. Why did you pick... UT. You know, it sounds crazy. I was like burnt out of clubbing and that scene <laughs> at the age of 18. Who would have thought? I oh, I know. I was doing it a lot in high school and just like very in the scene and I loved it, but I wanted something very new and different for my college experience. My brother is the one who told me to apply to UT and I got accepted on my birthday. Oh my God. And I'm such a birthday bitch, like love <laughs> my birthday. That was the biggest sign. So I came out here, visited, had the time of my life. Austin was very different. Mm. that's almost a decade ago now I'm older than Jenna by the way that is crazy we were literally just (laughs) talking about this right before we started uh recording because Hallie is 27 yes but you turned 27 this past year in February February, yeah yeah so not that much older 27 like a year and a half older right I just I'm drawn to younger people my boyfriend is a year younger I feel like I'm drawn to older people oh look at that this worked out so well I know it really (laughs) did it really did so you went to UT for what um for fun. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just to have some fun. Um, I went to UT. I think I got accepted because I was pole vaulting really seriously. <laughs> That's so random. No, I know. I did it for like the junior USA team. You're la- you're no. so small. I know. I was flinging my little body in the air. So oh. I was doing that. I was literally going to um, Jonesboro, Arkansas once a month and training there with like the guy who was training the Olympians and like I thought I was going to go to the Olympics. That is what I thought I was going to be doing with my life. (laughs) And I think that because that was on my resume and I was like trying to maybe talk to coaches. I don't know. I think that was like my golden ticket into UT. And I obviously did not do that once I got to school because I wanted to party and play with my friends and focus on school too, um, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I was a psych major. Um, Were you psyched about it? I was psyched about psych. (laughs) Um, that wasn't so interesting. Cause do you feel like you (laughs) use that degree at all these days? Oh yeah. Oh Oh, yeah. Understanding people is so crucial with like events, like event, event planning. There's so much psychology behind it. And the power of persuasion was always like so useful to know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when you guys are buying tickets, it's because I got in your head (laughs) and got you to do that action. No. I went to UT. Um, what started all the event stuff is I was the social chair of my sorority. What sorority? I was an AE5. Okay. Which is a predominantly Jewish sorority. 
at UT. Do you have to be Jewish to be in it? No. Oh, okay. Are you, you're Jewish though. I am Jewish. Okay. And not a lot of us in Texas. So like that was definitely a comfort for me. Yeah. Going out of state to a school where I didn't know anybody. Um, was the social chair and really became obsessed with the whole feeling of creating experiences that people enjoy. Mm-hmm. After an event, if I got a text from someone like, that was the most fun I'd ever, blah, blah, blah. Like, that fueled my life. That just made me, it just put, gave me this high that I had never felt before. Mm-hmm. And I then look back even further to when I was in Miami. Like, I was always planning little parties for my friends. We called them Gettys when we were in middle school. Like Getty? Get-togethers. Gettys. Oh, wait. <gasps> I, I like that. I know. I feel like you should reclaim that. Getty. Fun on weekdays, Getty. If coming my out. high school and middle school friends hear this, they're going to die of laughter. Gettys were very exclusive, like small list because they're get-togethers. Okay. And I felt power in that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you like Soho House? <laughs> <laughs> so I've just always been a planner. And then after school, my first job was um, selling marketing software for a really big tech company. So not me. Oracle? It was Oracle. Oh, okay. It felt like for a minute you didn't want to share. I didn't know like if like if we like name drop on this. <laughs> no, what are they gonna do? I don't know. The big O. Like I don't know. Not the second big O. <laughs> not my favorite big O. Yeah. <laughs> Oracle. And that was basically like kind of extending your time in a sorority. Because it absolutely was. They put you into basically pledge classes. There's like four classes that start in the summer. By the way, it's a great first job out of school mm-hmm. because it puts you into a social group right off the bat. You're with 120 other extroverts. You're all doing the same thing. You're with t- each other every day training. It just sets you up for social success mm-hmm. in Austin or whichever city you're in. So I immediately had a social circle, but they didn't know anything about Austin and I did. Yeah, so you're like, come around, come yes, around. Like All I the power is in your hands. I know, I know how to book a boat. I know what bars we should go to, whatever. And they started joking around and saying, Hallie's the social chair of Austin. And you're like, this is our social chair. Like, like, let me trademark that really quickly. Exactly, how can I monetize on this? <laughs> it's a really good, it's a really good name. And so um, I guess I'm just telling the whole story of how I got into events. No, it's so, great. It's Love a, it. It's a ATX whirlwind. social chair was born. Yeah, so almost born. Oracle had this really big holiday party and everyone really looked forward to it. And for some reason they did, they decided to cancel it a week before I already had my outfit. So I was like, there's no (laughs) way we're not doing this holiday party. I have a great outfit. It was this sexy little red jumpsuit. And I called my friend Brenna. I was like, we have to do it. We have to, I feel like we have enough connections from college that we can still make this happen. And in a week we put it together and I think 700 people showed up. That's insane. And I was like, whoa, like if I can do that in a week, I can't even imagine what we can do in uh, in a month. Mm-hmm. So that's when I was like, so social chair could be a thing. Social chair of Austin. And I claimed ATX social chair. And that is, that became my event planning company. I've thrown, I think, eight really big events in Austin. I've been Mm -hmm. doing it for a year and a half. And that sort of put me on the map in this city as an event planner. And it wasn't my full-time job. It was just this creative outlet for me. And it opened the door for me to do this full time. Mm -hmm. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) This is like your like drug of choice right now. It is. It is. Like I literally get high off planning events, (laughs) (laughs) which is crazy because it takes such a specific kind of person to be able to manage stress and relationships and like all the fine details and organization of it. It's not an easy job. It's definitely fun. There's so much 
so many different components of management to it. But when you sell out an event and get to meet all the people and they, yeah. you can see there, I don't have fun at events. Just a note. Like, no, yeah. I feel like people <laughs> don't realize that like when you hope, when you are the host of an event, like a fun on weekdays event, that is like my job. Like yeah. I am there to work. I'm there to like, you know, put on like, put on your energy and, and entertain kind of. Yep. And be the host. But then once it's over and you get to like look back at it, you're like, oh, God, I'm so lucky that that is my job. Like you yeah. get paid to do that. And in retrospect, when I do look back on it, I'm like, wow, I had so much fun. But in the moment, I'm like running around yeah. sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> calling people, texting people, making sure everyone's okay. But it, like you said, it's my drug of choice. Like it's just so much, it's that thrill. Mm-hmm. And I feel so lucky that at 27, I found a career that I love mm-hmm. and a company that I can like so stand by what fun on weekdays does is it connects people mostly girls mm-hmm. out of college who are looking for community it's what I've been trying to do with social chair too I'm, I'm helping people find their people and it's mm-hmm. so rewarding when you get a dm like I don't know two weeks after an event mm-hmm. of a group of 10 people yeah and they're like we met because of y'all It's so crazy. I actually got a DM of this group of girls who are coming to Austin, I think in November for a bachelorette party. And I, I might've even shared this on the podcast before, but they said the bride is obviously the bride. (laughs) I don't know where I was going with that. The bride is the bride. (laughs) There's like, there's like 10, there's 10 bridesmaids and they're all coming to Austin for their bachelorette. And they all met each other through fun on weekdays. You're like, it would mean the world if you were able to come and meet up with us. I'm like, please let me know sooner because oh, yeah, I would love to there. do that. It's, it really is so crazy that going to an event can really change like a lot about your life. Mm-hmm. Just one little small You just got to put yourself out there. Exactly. And it's kind of weird. You know, it's a little uncomfortable or scary to go alone, but that's what I love about what like we a, like do. Like our first date. Yeah, exactly. Gotta put Just on a larger it. scale with a couple hundred people. <laughs> you know, it's not that crazy. <laughs> so you went from working at Oracle then to moving on to more of an event planning role. Yes. So before I started working for Jenna, I I wanted something smaller. I wanted something where I could see the immediate output of my input. Mm-hmm. So I became a glutton for startup culture. <laughs> <laughs> like, again, like drugs of choice. Just like crazy stressful work environments I guess and I I met the founder of this amazing local hard seltzer his name is Austin Pittman and the seltzer is called Blue Norther and they were just starting up they didn't have anyone on the team yet I don't think I think just a salesperson and Austin brought me in originally to do social media mm-hmm. and marketing because I had been marketing myself and social chair so hard mm-hmm. that be- he noticed that and then he bought a venue and it became this whole new world where I now have a space that I can do whatever in and he was so great to give me so much creative freedom and we did an event in there at least once a month Mm -hmm. big scale like 250 plus people um it's like a constant hamster wheel with events it's like you work so hard to get something done and then it's complete and then it's like okay you see the output of all the the things exactly (laughs) so it's hard to ever kind of take a break because once you take a break all of the details just get so jumbled up with each other and you're the only person doing it too yeah it was crazy so Um, how long were you there I was there for two and a half years yeah a long time yeah and I did every job there I, at one person at one point I was doing sales marketing 
venue management, you know, <laughs> anything I could get my hands on. And it was the best experience because I got so much knowledge, real life, hands-on knowledge so quickly. Mm-hmm. So I, I think startups are the best. I like encourage everyone, everyone work <laughs> for a startup at some point. So you went from being in a, like a more corporate setting to the complete opposite. To so the complete opposite. A team of four. Yes. Yeah. And then now you're on a team of three. Yeah. And I was so a, a like, team of four. Give me more. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's get smaller. You know, <laughs> it was a team of four. It was three boys and me. So like I came into this group of like Texas men. Boys club. Boys club. But all of a sudden it w- there was like pink feminine energy around these like three <laughs> Texas men. <laughs> they were loving it. They were. I think they thought it was funny. I They... They met it with grace. <laughs> and then um, I found something even pinker and girlier, which was fun on weekdays. Yeah, fun on weekdays. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so crazy how things have changed in the past, like, year alone since we met. Because I've yeah. watched you grow with Blue Norther and then also with Social Chair mm-hmm. and doing your own events. And then I got to the point where I was finally like, okay, it makes more sense for me to bring someone onto the team full time than it would to just like outsource a different planner for every single city or do it hourly because Mm -hmm. like I'm never going to reach the goals that fun on weekdays I have for it unless I have someone that's very consistent and is also on board with everything that I'm doing. So it just made sense that Hallie was like the right fit for it. We didn't even really have a formal interview or anything. I remember calling you, right? You called me because I was sort of exploring the options of like, new opportunities I I wanted to start doing events outside of Austin yeah well you started telling me that you were like looking for things I was like hmm my mind starts kind of like yeah. going off and then I started talking with Connor and my family and I was like and J1S my management so do you think it'd be a smart idea to hire someone full-time I know that I just hired Gabby but I feel like we would work a lot better together as a team if because events take up so much time yeah and I don't think people realize like, no, the layers yeah. of events. Yeah, which sometimes that's like the magic of events. Is I people know. don't ha- they don't I'm know. Like, go ahead and it. try. It just, try to do it exactly. <laughs> they just show up and it's like perfect and it's done and they don't know what you had to go through to get it done. But I remember talking through should I should I talk to Hallie about joining? Like I don't know. And then eventually I decided I'm just gonna just gonna reach out. Yeah, that was interesting to balance on my end too because. All of a sudden, a very close friend of mine is my boss, and like <laughs> we have to talk about money, yeah, and have these like really formal conversations in a, like a such an informal relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting to balance that. We did a really good job. I know, honestly, <laughs> looking back, we really did because I feel like it was kind of awkward. Yeah, but it, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't at all because I feel like at the end of the day, I have always been very supportive of everything that you want to do with your career. And I also know that like fun on weekdays is not your forever career. Like I know that ultimately my job that I'm like giving you is going to lead to other opportunities too. But I also am very confident that what you're doing here will only like lead you to something bigger. So I felt like I, I don't know, it wasn't really a weird conversation at all. I didn't feel like I was like begging you to come here or anything. You know what I mean? You were begging. Yeah, (laughs) calling me at every hour. Honestly, I was like kind of banking on you saying yes, though, because I was like, oh shit, (laughs) if not, like I got to look for someone and that's a really hard task. It takes a long time to find the right fit. Totally. And I, and I knew the brand and and 
done some of your events. What's so funny is that my events for social chair and my events for <laughs> so different. I'm like, I am like multiple personality disorder with these <laughs> events because you go from, I mean, I basically threw a warehouse techno event a few months ago mm. and, and then you look at Chicago and it was like pink balloons and, and it's Taylor Swift and friends and radio, <laughs> Joe bros. <laughs> okay. Always Joe bros. That's me. But you're turning me into like a little bit of a Swifty. Like, I get it. I get it. No way. Can we get that in writing? Get it in writing. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. So Hallie and I are very similar, but also very different. Yes. She, she is my like techno house music festival loving girly. Like I can get you, down and dirty. You love to smoke. Yeah. You love to be God. chill. My mom's going to listen to that. I'm oh, kid- I'm, I'm oh. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, they literally see me do it all the time. <laughs> Wait, when was the first time you ever smoked weed? Um, With my, it was like my high school boyfriend was smoking weed. So I smoked weed. Was he older? No, he's my age. Okay. Um, I think I was 15. <gasps> oh my God. Was, is that young? I, was I like, don't know. <laughs> At the time, like, you know, when you're in middle school or high school and people around you are starting to party, quote unquote, you feel like it's so normal that everyone else around you is doing it. But then looking back at that age, I'm like, what the hell were we doing at 15 years old? No, I was definitely like the first girl, like in my, in my, you know, my friend group. And it was definitely like very naughty of me. (laughs) But that was probably part of the appeal. But again, like attention. I'm kidding. (laughs) This is a bad influence. Don't listen to me right now. I'm making jokes. (laughs) Also, just a quick um, round of applause for me because I have not said fuck yet. Oh. Ding one. I know, but I'm very impressed with myself. I was very worried that- Do you this, say it a lot? Yeah, remember the other day you were saying you've been cursing a lot more. I'm like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> you've been well, hanging around a person who curses a lot. I go through phases mm. where I'm like really vulgar. <laughs> Love and that. And I'll say every other word. And I don't know why. I don't know what comes over me. But then then I'll go through phases where I look back. Am I bringing out your naughty side? Maybe. Is this going to turn into a naughty little podcast? <laughs> you have the perfect voice for- for phone sex. Oh my God. Thank you. Have you ever done it? Duh. You have? <laughs> Obviously. No. <laughs> my mom is not going to want to hear this podcast. How, Mrs. Meland, shh, just tune out really quickly. <laughs> ha- okay. So another thing that I should mention too, when it comes to me and Hallie being opposites, that Hallie is like so comfortable talking about anything in the world. Anything. And I get so like clammed up. I'm like, oh my God, phone sex. <laughs> I get so awkward and uncomfortable about it. But I love that about her because she's such an open book. Open like, book. She's so confident, such a like, I don't even know the word. I, I just, I don't know. Like I see it, I talk about it. You radiate I, sexual energy, I feel. That is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> And I'm going to get that tattooed on my body. Sexual I, energy. Sexual energy. I radiate sexual energy. Do you have any tattoos? No, it's it, that's another off-brand thing about me. But it is like the one thing, the one thing my parents said not to do. No and tattoos. And they gave me a lot of freedom when I was growing up. And I bet you if I got one now, they probably wouldn't care as much. It was mm-hmm. just growing up. But it's just like ingrained in my brain that like I had all this freedom growing up. I don't want to take advantage of mm-hmm. the trust my parents put in me and I just won't do it. That is so nice of you. I, I'm, a, I'm an adult. I'm almost 30. I'm closer to 30 than 20 and I am still like, my mommy said I can't get a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking of mommy, do you call your parents mommy and daddy? No, but I just oh, noticed okay. that my little sister calls my mom mommy and I think it's the cutest thing ever. I'm not going to lie. I call my parents mommy and daddy. I love that. I love it too. But you're but so, you're like, you and my sister are more similar. Like you guys are so sweet. 
<laughs> <laughs> I don't know if someone's going to describe me as sweet. No, I think you're sweet. You're you're spicy though. You're spicy like sweet. and sweet. Sweet yeah. and sour chicken. <laughs> so sweet and sweet and sour. No, not sweet and sour. But no, sweet and spicy. Yeah. <laughs> I might be 40. I might actually have children. Wait, what? When I'm still calling my parents mommy oh. and daddy. <laughs> Where did you think I was going with I this? I have no idea. Are you, I'm like, you're 40? <laughs> no, can you imagine if I was? That'd be insane. No, I couldn't imagine. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> what? One of the ways that me and Hallie are similar mm-hmm. is that we see something we like and we and we go for it. Absolutely. Example A, our boyfriends. Our boyfriends. Okay, tell the story. This how is you one of the Zach. first things we bonded over because we like went after these men. <laughs> We're like, you are going to like. I think mine was a little more like <laughs> subtle. Like I was a little more discreet about it. And like, I think when Zach looks back on it, it seems like this girl was just appearing, but like it was all very intentional. It was premeditated. It was very intentional. Um, I met my boyfriend, Zach, in Silker Park okay. because there was this thing, there is this thing called Blues on the Green, which is where they play jazz in the park. Mm-hmm. And they were doing an event before it called Booze on the Green. And okay. I, I was there with a few of my friends. We, it was my the summer after my first complete year out of school in Austin. So Zach had just moved here. I didn't know that. But all of a sudden, this really hot man walked into the park with a mutual friend of mine. And I was, I had some liquid courage in me. Not that I needed it, but I was a little boozed up. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought he was like the hottest guy I've ever seen. And go look at pictures of him and you'll agree. (laughs) (laughs) He's handsome. He's He's very handsome. Very my type. And I went up to him and I was like, I think, I'm pretty sure all I said was like, who are you? You're like the hottest guy I've ever seen. <laughs> so subtle. Who are you? You are the hottest guy I've ever seen. And I got his number. I'm pretty sure I was drunk texting him, just like, come to this bar. Like, <laughs> so stupid. And then I walked into Oracle a few days later, and he walked in. No, wait, I didn't I know saw he him worked at the Oracle. Lobby. Yeah, he was like just starting, because he's a no year beneath way. me. Oh my God, Cougar. I kept going to his desk and flirting with him. I kept seeing him out at the bars and flirting with him, like definitely being pretty aggressive. I just thought he was so gorgeous. I had to like (laughs) get my hands on him. And finally there was one day at a bar and he was like, oh, we're all going to this Bob Moses concert. Like, are you going? I was like, obviously. And I ran to the bathroom and I bought a ticket. (laughs) You did not have a ticket, but he said, are you going? You said, yeah, of course we're going, we're going together. And I bought a (laughs) ticket and that was like the night we like first kissed and got together and Honestly, we didn't go on like an official date for a few months after that, but I was again being aggressive, like texting, mm-hmm. Snapchatting, which is like not, not really Snapchat. what my age group does, but <laughs> I think his was. And I, I just like I had to hang out with him, and we finally went on our first date. I honestly knew that like we were just getting along so well that it was going to be something pretty special. And now we've been together for like three and a half years. Uh, yeah, and you guys are so perfect together. He is, he like, is my soulmate. Yeah. yeah, he is. Put that in writing. You can, <gasps> yeah. He's Aww. my soulmate. I just feel like if I was doing something, if I was doing a cartwheel on a bar, like mm-hmm. a bar top, I feel like he'd be there. Cheering oh, you on. Cheering me on. Like, that's my girl. Like, look at her. <laughs> look at her form. <laughs> <laughs> Not embarrassed of you. No, no. And he just, he, I always say to my girlfriends, like, he's addicted to the crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I just love that he embraces all the sides of me because- a lot of my of my work is like going out and networking and sometimes that's a little flirtatious and like I'm definitely in a male dominated world and 
he's just so comfortable with us. Mm -hmm. It's just so, it's so great. I have a life hack for you that is going to save you money. Anytime you are ever about to buy a pair of shoes, I want you to go on Macy's.com, look up the name of the shoes, and I can almost 95% guarantee you that they have the exact same shoes for cheaper than directly from the brand. They have Steve Madden, Dolce Vita, Madden Girl, Reebok, Inc. Macy's always, always has a sale going on, which is why I prefer to always buy my shoes from Macy's. I'm actually going to the domain later today because I'm in a wedding this summer. I'm a bridesmaid for my cousin and it's like a month away, which is crazy. So I need to find a pair of nude heels. They have a huge selection, especially for the summer. They have sandals, new sneakers, heels, vacation, wedding guest, shoes for every single occasion. And I've linked some of my favorites at macy's.com forward slash F-O-W. Yeah, you can tell that you guys are both very independent people that just are stronger like when you are together, but you also have your own lives too. Yeah. Which is awesome. And he now does your graphic design stuff. Yeah, he's so talented. He is so talented. You guys really hit the lottery. God, saving so much money having him on my side. <laughs> yes, but not saving money because you bought a house last year. Okay, homes. Yes. We have to talk about homes because you're going through this process and I'm so here for you because it is not the mm-hmm. most fun process in the world. I loved when you were going through the process of buying houses though because I was shopping on Zillow for you. I know. I <laughs> loved when you were sending me them. It was the best. It was a blast. But now that I'm the one shopping for houses, I'm like, oh my God, I get it. It is yeah. stressful because you just have, you know, if you're spending so much money and you're making such a huge commitment, you want it to be what you want it to be. You don't want to have to make all these changes. And on, and on top of that, it gets really disheartening when it, you do think it's the right house and you put an offer in and someone beats your offer. Mm-hmm. I, I think I ended up in my perfect house. You know how much I love it. Yeah, my your home. house is so perfect for you. It's perfect. But there there was like one house that was like the house that got away. I remember that one. Yeah. But looking back now, I think it was supposed to happen. I, I completely agree. Like I could not be happier in my space. I like I said, I was I've been in this house for a little over a year now and I just did like my first big renovation. I redid mm-hmm. my whole backyard and got one of those metal cowboy pools and did a deck and it's just becoming my little like paradise. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that I have this very permanent place in a city that I love. I feel very lucky that I have this in Austin because I know the market here is wild. And so, yeah. Well, you bought a house last year too, which was even more crazy than it is this year. Like there was really nothing on the market last year. It would be on for a day. It was dry. But I don't envy you going through it right now. Yeah. I'm here for emotional support. (laughs) I appreciate it. (laughs) I appreciate it. So you bought a house when you're 26 years old. Yes. You did a huge renovation in your backyard recently. You got a cowboy pool. Yes. Miss Girl has two freaking Jonathan Adler chandeliers. One chandelier. Oh, one chandelier. Um, But two mirrors. Two mirrors. (laughs) It's so beautiful. Like, I really feel like you're living your dream life at 26. Yeah. How does that feel? It feels, I feel very lucky. I feel like that's why I get emotional on the, all the time. If you follow me on social media, I'm <laughs> always posting like, I can't believe this is my life. Like <laughs> there's the Pisces in me, but I, I don't know. It's, it's just going after what you want. Like the, mm-hmm. the boyfriend, the house, the, the job, like I do not like to sit around and I don't expect things to come to me. Mm-hmm. So if I set my, like if my mind is like, I want a house 
it didn't it did not come easily I thought that I wanted a house for like three years and then I finally was like a house isn't gonna fall into my lap mm-hmm. um and it's just it's sacrificing certain things to make other things happen so financially like Sometimes you can't go out all the time mm-hmm. to save money. I'm not going to lie. I basically stopped drinking in, in January. Yeah. And as a party girl, by the 75 way. 75 hard girly. I did 75 hard and it changed my life. No joke. You know what else changed my life? I don't know if you're still working with Beam, but shout out Beam. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like jacked up on pre-workout all the time. So Hallie texts me one day, Okay. <laughs> Well, every time I've ever posted Beam on my Instagram story, Hallie will reply and be like, do you like that flavor? (laughs) And she'll ask me questions about it. I'm like, yeah, I do. And so I think you bought the protein powder first. Yeah. The cinnamon cinnamon crunch. Yeah. So she buys that first. She's hooked on it. She's like, okay, I trust your opinion. I'm like, okay, I hope so. The The, pre-workout. The pre-workout is when you really change my life. It's amazing. I mean- Obviously, you take pre-workout before you work out, but sometimes there's days where I'm like, I would drink this just for for chores. (laughs) I clean my house so fast now. I mean, it (laughs) almost is kind of like a form of Adderall. I don't know if you saw this, but I, again, like I'm not drinking anymore. And like, I've been just dabbling in the sober lifestyle, California sober. (laughs) And I decided to go to a music festival dead sober. Mm -hmm. Just want to see what it was like. And like, will I still enjoy this environment as much as I do in a completely different state of mind, AKA sober Mm -hmm. loved it, but couldn't have done it without (laughs) pre-workout because I brought a loose bag of pre-workout in my purse. And when I went through security, they were like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) I was like, Oh my God. Now I'm realizing how sketchy this looks. Like I have a a bag of powder, powder, (laughs) a bag of powder. And I'm like, I literally, I'm like, taste it. Like I promise. (laughs) I promise it's nothing crazy. It's pre-workout. And they were like, this girl's a fucking weirdo. And they let me in that with that in two dates. And I survived till three in the morning. Two dates, like literal dried Dry dates. Dry dates, <laughs> not dates on her arm. <laughs> yes. No, pre-workout is two, the best. And two if you, men on my arms walking yeah. into the festival. <laughs> it also, if you're having any bathroom issues, it really helps expedite anything yes. that you need to clear out. Because I would say, give it 10 minutes after drinking pre-workout, you will have to poop your pants. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was the day you texted me like I'm gonna be a little late <laughs> I, I took some pre-workout and I'm feeling it right now <laughs> I took a whole scoop I didn't know what I was gonna do I don't drink caffeine so I've never experienced my body going through any kind of like I don't know a, like inside awakening before uh-huh rocks my world once you start drinking caffeine I feel like you get addicted to that energy of it because you can have the slowest morning you can feel so sluggish and you take one scoop of pre-workout or you drink a coffee and you're like oh I can do anything a hundred percent I feel like I'm that one freak though who wakes up how they wake up in the Disney Channel movies you would I feel like I can see that and like (laughs) (laughs) I just okay I'm ready to like jump out of bed ready do you go to bed early or what's your nighttime routine I like to not look at my phone past 1030, which is kind of late, but I, that's when I, I'm like, Hallie, stop scrolling. Like that's so healthy of you. Thank you. 75 hard time. Oh, that. man, that's, that's, re- I could never. <laughs> 1030 is when I like to stop scrolling, but th- I, it's not no screen time. Then I would like watch like an episode of Survivor or, okay. or something. And I like to be asleep before, like, I like to have my eyes fully closed by 11. You if not earlier. That's like perfect timing. Cause yeah. then you wake, what time do you wake up? 
eight. No, depends. Oh, you're getting a full nine hours. Honestly, of sleep. when we don't come in the office, yeah. <laughs> I'll wake up at eight. But when we do, it's like seven, so that I can go okay. to the gym before we come in. So healthy. I'm. I'm just. The, you're just locked in. You the got face your face of routine. health over here. You know. <laughs> no. You got your whole routine set down. Though, like you. I, I don't know. I'm a proud friend. Thank you. I just love seeing you thrive, and I feel Thank like you. you've really stepped into like your full happiness because I think I met you at a time where you were just like, oh, I don't really know what I want to do. And I, Very I confused. know I want to make a shift in my life, but I don't really know what it was. And then at the beginning of the year you did 75 hard, mm-hmm. which I feel like totally changed your mentality and your overall mental clarity is something that like, I've just never had it like that before. Mm-hmm. Just so sober when you're laying at night, like every night with just your thoughts, like I, I was just having so many realizations about my my career my friends relation everything like all there was to do was think and take action and so I did and I I don't know I just like get a buzz off of life I've branded myself as sophisticated party girl that's my new (laughs) that's my thing you should get that can be your second tattoo okay (laughs) sorry mom I'm leaving this podcast with two tattoos you're gonna have a full sleeve (laughs) shortly (laughs) too many taglines but sophisticated party girl to me that's like I don't need to be falling all over myself. I don't need to be sloppy. Sometimes I'm not totally sober. Sometimes I'll have a margarita. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not, if I want it, I'll have it. Mm -hmm. But I can go out and just have so much fun because I'm surrounding myself with the right people and I'm doing the things that I like. Mm -hmm. Sophisticated party girl. Yeah. You're the kind of person that you create fun anywhere you go. Thank you. Which I feel like is a very important quality to have in life in order to enjoy your life. You should have seen me at my camp reunion. Oh my, I was so jealous. <laughs> I brought a speaker. Like I, I was like, I was like, let's make this a party. <laughs> yeah. And people naturally always gravitate towards those people who radiate like fun, energetic, positive aura. That's why we're doing what we're doing. Exactly. We're, we're creating fun. Yeah, we, we attracted each other. It was just the best thing ever. <laughs> and now we're just doing incredible things with Fun on Weekdays. So yeah. now I want to switch gears Big on some things. of the projects that you have had a hand in since the beginning of the year. Yes. And we moved fast. <laughs> oh my God. We are moving at lightning speed. <laughs> and I still feel like we can't catch up. You know, every time we do an event, we're like, oh, we're going to Chicago. People are excited, but then they're like, well, what about Tampa? What about Boise, Idaho? Yeah. <laughs> like, girl. Everywhere. They want us everywhere. I'm like, I'll get on as many planes as I can. Like, mm-hmm. I'm down to bring the experience. Let's just go. Like, we're going to go on tour. Fun on weekdays on tour. We were talking about that, mm-hmm. like, right before this. But it was so cool to do Charleston because that was my first out of state event I've ever done mm-hmm. after working in events for officially and unofficially, but the total length of working in events was about four to five years. Mm-hmm. And to finally do something out of state and it, for it to be like, honestly, as successful as it was, I had a blast. I, I think you and Gabby did too. Yeah, it was great. Perfect amount of people, perfect group of people. It was a beautiful day. The only it mistake is. of that whole event was my dress. <laughs> Oh my God. You were wearing this little slip dress and it had, it had like slits on the sides. You're just wearing your little thong under there. That's all it was. Yeah. (laughs) I did not, I did not prepare. The girls saw it all. They saw a lot of booty. Every time I went up and down those stairs, the wind was blowing. It's okay. That is one thing about our events is that it's just so welcoming because it is all women. You like, you know that you're in safe hands. You don't have to be hyper aware of your surroundings. Like when you go out at a bar, because no one's going to touch your drink. Yep. No one's going to touch you. Yep. No one's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Like I love, I just, I don't know. 
I get really proud when I think about what we've done with events. Totally. And and Chicago, which was the next out-of-state event we did, and, and our my biggest one, I think your biggest one ever, yeah. it was probably 790 girls and 10 boys. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And they were all boyfriends. All the boyfriends, <laughs> the boyfriends that got dragged, dragged. Yeah. And at one point, I think all of them were together, like, but like trauma bonding maybe (laughs) (laughs) they had their own they had their own group going on it was so funny they were all really cool like nice guys Mm -hmm. because we bring in the best girls and they bring in the best guys so true but (laughs) I mean I wonder if there ever is a day in the future where like more men will come to my social chair meets fun on weekdays so true my social chair events I think are male dominant which is hilarious but you have such a great group of guy friends they're great and then they they're like all, sisters. They like all <laughs> bring in people. Totally. Like, yeah. They're all one big spider web of friends. I look like I'm sitting in a high chair. You again. really do. <laughs> <laughs> and that leads us to our 5K that we are planning yes. in July Biggest in event. LA. I'm shocked that this didn't sell out, honestly, in five minutes. Yeah. I don't think you like the people understand what we've done. It is so crazy because one thing that is so unpredictable about events is that you just don't know how many people are going to buy tickets. Yep. Like we've done every single event this year, we've sold out in a matter of hours. Yeah. And so when you add all of the factors of what is included for the 5k with like other influencers that are going that people love and incredible gift bags and like a DJ and a fun time. I don't know if it's the fact that it's a 5k and it sounds daunting running yeah, everyone's like, Ugh. Ugh. Some people message me and they're like, why? <laughs> Someone messaged me and they're like, do any other event and I'll be there. But I'm like, girl, think of it as a hot girl walk. So true. Um, so it's hard to just predict the demand of an event because we listen to it and we see messages about you should come here or there. And so that is how we determine where we're going yeah. is based on the demand for California was yeah. high the demand for a 5k in california yeah i think people are maybe just holding out to register until it gets a little closer because there's no like there's no real urgency yet you totally. know but this is the longest you don't want it to sell out though because i do i do think it will so stop waiting stop waiting yeah because this 5k <clears throat> i'm gonna put on my sexy voice <laughs> the fun on weekdays 5k brought to you by garbage <laughs> will sell out <laughs> no it will we've worked so hard to make it and I you and I both have the same mentality where it's like whatever we think will happen like it will happen we will yes. find a way to we are so lucky everything will go our way exactly everyone's obsessed with us <laughs> exactly so we've been planning this 5k for a couple months now uh working with a race director in LA her name's Cheryl oh my gosh when we met her She's she wearing pink, pink glitter eyeshadow. eyeshadow glitter. And then she sent us some yeah. because we kept talking about it. She's been, a, she's been great. We have to wear the pink, we have to wear the glitter eyeshadow to the race. Yes. Um, we told her we would. We have like about a month until then. And after that, we've just been planning other smaller events in different cities and trying to figure out like exactly what we can do. But if you can't come to the LA event and you still want to be a part of it, Garmin has put together a training program for us that you can follow along. We'll be posting it on our newsletter and on Instagram and you can follow along with the training of it and just run it virtually. Yeah, It's, it's, I think it's Great a way fun way to get involved and yeah, you can meet a girl in your city group meet and go on walks or go on runs together. 
it's a great to always have an accountability buddy. One hundred percent. Jenna and I will be training together. Yeah, we actually became <laughs> friends because we used to go on hot girl walks all the time. Yep. Like after that, that one was night our bonding. Is, after one night at Soho House, we would have this three mile loop to Starbucks to Starbucks <laughs> and back. And now it turns out I'm actually living right across the street from where Hallie used to rent a house. So. Yeah, Jenna we, moved in quite literally the week after I moved out of that house, which is slightly tragic. It it was. I know. Imagine imagine if we were neighbors, we lived across from each other. That would just be chaos. It would. We would have, no, it would be amazing. But we would like basically be living together in the office every day together. Yeah. Going Inseparable. So we're really looking forward to the 5K. And I can't wait. We're so grateful because we had this idea of doing it. And then we went to my management, J1S, and we're like, do you think we could get sponsors for this? Because a lot of events that are huge like this, you can't put it on without a sponsor. You yeah. need additional money and support in order to make things happen. Because if you don't have a sponsor, you you either ha- a have to be like selling a product there and the money that you make from selling a product is going towards the event or you have a sponsor and you use part of the sponsorship money to put into it. Cause a lot of times the ticket price doesn't cover everything. Mm-hmm. So we were so grateful that Garmin, I mean like the most incredible fit for a title sponsor. Absolutely. And they've been so much fun to work with. They've been they've so been incredible. And also I got sent a Garmin in the, in the mail. One of the watches. Yes. We need to get you one. So fancy. I, it's <laughs> actually so cool. And it measures your stress. It measures how well you sleep, your water intake. You can track basically any single workout. I would be obsessed with that. Pickleball. Yeah. It has pickleball on there. So it's my new infatuation because I'll wear it to every single workout. And then I just look at it after every single one. And you can train with it. You can also follow our training program. We'll post it for you to follow along. I want to ask you some questions about working for fun on weekdays now. Oh my gosh. Okay. Don't tell my boss. <laughs> okay. I won't. Okay. Secret safe with me. <laughs> so just rapid fire. Like give me your first answer. Don't think about it. Ugh. What's your least favorite part? Least favorite part. Um, don't think about it. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so many emails. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, more than I've ever had in my life. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my least favorite part. Where are the emails coming from? Is it like people just reaching out saying we want to do something or? Everyone wants to be involved somehow, but like not always in a helpful way. Mm. Just kind of like stamping themselves onto something. That's a really good way of putting it. Yeah. And, and I've, I've dealt with it on a much smaller scale with ATX social chair, but there's like a whole new level and it's, it's just like, oh my gosh, it's like cold email sales almost Mm -hmm. just so impersonal. Okay. So that is your least favorite. Yes. What's your favorite? Oh, working with girls. Aww. Oh, I love it. I love, I've become such a frilly pink girl, like more and more and more. And just exploring like this side of my creativity that I never thought could be this girly mm-hmm. has been just awesome. You do radiate girl energy. Thank you. And okay, next question. What is your pet peeve of mine? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm separating myself right now too, by the way. You can say it. <laughs> hmm. Pet peeve. I'm like, what? what? You have one. I know you I have know, one because you immediately started smirking and you're like, oh, damn, I never thought I'd get the opportunity to say this. I know. I'm trying to think, Jenna. I feel like <laughs> it's a good pet peeve, I think. <laughs> you are just an idea shooter <laughs> and I'm an idea executor. So there's like so many things that you shoot out that I begin to execute. And then, and then it's just like dead dead time 
you know? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I also think too It that works really well though because we in in all of that, we come up with like sick ideas. Like, are we allowed to talk about Barbie yet? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, I can't freaking wait. Barbie talk yet. about the girly side and like shooting out a random idea. We're gonna do a big event for the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. We rent out an entire movie theater. But because Jenna and I first began do- doing work together around charity, mm-hmm. we're doing a whole charity aspect of it too. So we want every girl who comes to the event to buy a Barbie and we want you to match your Barbie. And whoever matches it the best is going to get like some big prize. We're going to have like basically a Barbie pageant. <laughs> a Barbie pageant. <laughs> but, like dr- like toddlers and tiara. No, I don't know. Like, oh so- my God, wait, fun. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to keep all the Barbies. We're going to donate them to a local um, children's shelter. Mm-hmm. So I'm just super excited. One, I can't wait to see the movie, but I love that there's a, an aspect of giving to that as well. And just an aspect of like, we're all going to giggle. Like you're going to come dress as, roller skate barbie like hell yeah (laughs) i'm gonna find a crazy one you need to be astronaut barbie oh why i don't know you could put like a fishbowl on and like you could make it a really cool leotard my favorite outfit my favorite barbie Barbie. that i ever had was my uh flight attendant barbie and i also had the little flight attendant like tray thing i had the plane oh i had the plane you know (laughs) yeah i had the poly pocket one too oh do you like barbies or poly pockets i was a poly pocket girl I was actually a my scene girl. Oh. My scenes to me were like a little bit more sexy, which is really Brats. weird of me to say. But yeah, see, my scenes were kind of like a combination between a brat and a Barbie. Okay, so not like as slutty as a brat. Yeah, like they had a little bit more edge, but they weren't like as cookie cutter as Barbie. But Barbies these days are trailblazers. They're not cookie, they're not cookie no, cutter. They're not. They're baddies. Yeah. I resonated with the Brad stalls because I thought I they feel were, like that's your energy I was oh they were so sexy and like I just wanted that as like a, a bebe <laughs> I think every single I, I would say like probably 50% of the female population last year was a Bratz doll for Halloween I was that yeah were you I think like two years ago <laughs> maybe two years with ago all my girlfriends like from Miami so like they just have that look already naturally like they're all tanned and they got these big beautiful lips oh yeah they looked amazing don't make me want filler <laughs> You're going to convince me. You know me. I love lip filler. I know, but you don't look like you have it at all. It looks Thank so you. natural. Thank you. Not me. If I put any filler in here, it will take up my entire face because I just don't, <laughs> I don't have enough space to like have lips. I had space. I had like space to work with. So it helped. A little lip flip, little filler. I know. I've done the lip flips like a lot, but when I look back at some pictures, I'm like, ooh, I look kind of weird. Because my smile gets a little distorted when I do it. Mm. And I don't know if maybe I just had too many units in my top lip, but I started with four units and I was like, ooh, I'm not really feeling this anymore. It didn't really make a difference. Yeah, so four then, is nothing. No, so then I bumped it up to eight and I was like, oh my God, my lip is plastered <laughs> up to my nose. And I looked so silly in photos. Like I don't have enough of a lip. So when it turns out, it just kind of like comes out. I don't mm. know how to mm. describe it. And I feel kind of guilty about it because I still, I told so many people like if you want to do something to your lips but you don't want to do filler I think a lip flip is a great I, I do think it's great I took one of my best friends in Austin her name shout out Hannah she would love a shout out all yeah. my friends love when I shout them out on fun on weekdays things <laughs> we uh, love Hannah <laughs> we love Hannah I lived with her for eight years which is crazy wow your longest relationship that is my longest relationship we started living together freshman year of college and just stopped living with each other when I moved into the house okay it's a long time um we got her lip flip and it's, it looked so stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So I am, I'm very pro. I haven't lip. had one since last December. I'm kind of like, should mm. we go? Should we do a little appointment together? Maybe. <laughs> it's a write off. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I said, I had a, I actually had a podcast episode where I answered a question about write offs. Like, what can you write off? And then everybody just started telling me I was wrong. And I'm like, okay. Did you pull like a Shit's Creek? Well, oh my God, people kept making that. Um, <laughs> A lot of people kept making that comparison where David is like, he thinks everything is right off. You just don't have to pay for it. But I immediately called my CPA and I sent him the video. I'm like, am I wrong? Like, I'm, am I wrong? I mean, I'm willing to admit that I'm wrong. And he's like, no, you're not wrong, but maybe just don't acknowledge it. Okay. (laughs) So I'm not going to talk about that anymore. I got it. Okay. Um, But yeah, so just kidding. We're not going to write off our lip flips. Oh, damn. (laughs) (laughs) don't check our billing statement (laughs) (laughs) seriously irs if you're listening no i'm kidding (laughs) so we have the barbie event coming up and then in like two weeks three weeks we're doing an event at estelle in austin we have like cute there we have just so many ideas of events that we want to do but it's almost like oh my god do we need to hire another person to make it all happen like no how do we be in so many places at once so that is probably our biggest challenge that we're working through right now yeah we're we're trying to scale everything to a point where we feel comfortable that maybe we don't have to be there every time mm-hmm. so that we can start doing it in other cities. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been a really fun adventure for us to explore. But it's, I mean, Jen and I are exploring like how to grow this business mm-hmm. and, and through learning how to grow fun on weekdays, I'm learning how to, to grow myself as well. So Aww. it's been yeah, scale scalability. We we will come to your cities. Sometimes we'll be there. Sometimes we won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hopefully the cadence on which we do events just absolutely explodes in the next few months. Yeah, that is definitely my hope. But I'm also very confident in our team because I feel like I got so lucky with you and Gabby. Like the way that all three of us work together is I really couldn't have imagined a better team. Oh yeah, Gabby and I work so well together she's the best she's the best she's the sweetest girl ever and we have a good decent age gap too but i mean i just want love hanging out with her Mm -hmm. and her work ethic is just like unparalleled yeah it's incredible she is the hardest worker ever Mm -hmm. like you, you did a great job. You did a really good job hiring your two employees. I did. I'm and biased. I'm, <laughs> I know I did. And I'm so lucky and I'm so grateful that, I mean, like, yeah, of course we work together, but also we all care about each other as friends too. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like we have to have fun doing what we're doing because otherwise I don't think it will. It wouldn't work. It just wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't work. It's a too but, stressful of an environment. Yeah. <laughs> so we have to make time for fun outside of the office of fun on weekdays yeah. even though what we do for work is fun you know what I mean so fun we're going to three of us are going to go together to like tour this mini city that Jenna did a festival at yeah oh my gosh I didn't even mention Halloween, oh, Halloween. I mentioned that briefly in one episode but we're throwing this giant Halloween town festival biggest like, event in Texas truly yeah of the year of the season Mm-hmm. of the decade we don't have any details about it yet but we'll we'll <laughs> just share know it. it's the biggest event and it's on halloween and start planning your costumes because we yes. will have an insane, insane costume prizes contest. out the wazoo yeah but i think that's everything we covered so much i mean I as we, you can tell me events, and hallie could talk for hours events, so. sex <laughs> alcohol weed parties pre-workout what else you know that's what else do you need what else do you want out of a podcast truly well <laughs> If you want more, let us know. We'd love to have Hallie back. We'll come back. We, we, 
we have so much to talk about. So much. Thanks for joining. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm not sending this to my parents. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) That is the end of our episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed this two in one for the week because we missed last week's episode. So surprise little bonus episode with Hallie. And then next week we'll be back on our regular schedule. And next week's episode is with Colleen Rothschild. She is the founder of Colleen Rothschild Beauty. So super excited for that. And you can listen on next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye.